Hey there, everyone. Good morning. Um, thanks for joining us again um, here on Behind These Blue Eyes. So I know in the last episode, I had said that my episode number 10 was going to be about our vacation and our trip and all the places we're going to be going. However, last night, um, we had a bit of a scare, a little one, um, just a little bit of a hiccup with one of our own, um, where on one of the social media platforms, a very, very close friend was screaming for help in a very discreet-ish kind of way. Um, so it was brought to my attention, which I then looked it up. Sure as shit. It's a scream for help. Um, notified who I needed to notify. And thankfully a conversation was had, um, and the person is, and will be okay. We'll be okay. hundred percent. Um, I, so I do at this time want to talk about teen suicide um, and tween suicide. Growing up, I saw my papa drink a shot of apple cider vinegar every morning. I never knew why and I never thought anything of it until I became an adult myself and started reading all of the benefits of apple cider vinegar. Apple cider vinegar can help aid in weight loss, reduce cholesterol, lower blood sugar levels, improve heart health, and also kill harmful bacteria like E. coli, and is even a common remedy for skin conditions like dry skin and eczema. For a while, I followed in my papa's footsteps and was drinking a shot of apple cider vinegar every morning until I found Goalie. Goalie Nutrition is an inventive, people-focused nutrition company committed to providing innovative products that make taking your daily supplements simple and delicious. Their products are formulated with quality ingredients you can pronounce and flavors your taste buds will enjoy. I started taking the Goalie Apple Cider Vinegar Gummies each morning and the results were exactly the same as drinking the shot of apple cider vinegar. People have always complimented me on my skin and even now in my 40s. Goalie now offers seven other gummies, such as Super Greens. We all know how important it is to eat greens every day, but let's get real, who does? One daily serving of Goalie Super Greens contains more vitamin A than 62 Brussels sprouts, more iron than eight cups of broccoli, and more zinc than 26 cups of kale. Goalie also just released a triple action immune gummy, which was carefully formulated with a unique flavor profile that perfectly complements the vitamins and botanicals to help boost your immune system into high gear. And let's not forget about the kids. Goalie makes a gummy filled with a unique combination of 18 key vitamins and minerals to help your little ones grow into strong and healthy adults. Unlike most multivitamin gummies out there, Goalie's formula is complete with all 13 essential vitamins as well as key minerals. So what are you waiting for? Visit Goalie.com and use promo code BLUEEYES for 32% off. 
That's goalie.com, promo code blue eyes for 32% off. Healthy living starts now with goalie. And I mean, I'm going to tell you, this is going to be a tough one. This is, I'm already like crying. (laughs) I just get to the point. I'm already crying. So, okay. So going on to the website of AFSP.org and then looking up teen, teens and suicide, what parents should know. So first and foremost, I only have one child. He is 12 and a half going on 13. <laughs> um, I can see his struggles. And I can see his frustrations when it comes to juggling a whole lot of shit that the, that they're not used to juggling. Um. I am not a helicopter parent where I'm going to literally hold his hand for everything. He's at the age where he does need to start, you know, I don't want to say learning for himself, but making the mistakes, learning from mistakes, suffering consequences. We talked about the consequences in the last episode. So the thing is, is if I do hold his hand through life, he's going to have a tougher time as an adult than anybody else. Um, However, I'm not just opening the door and saying, okay, fly away. You're 12 and a half now. Bye. My job is done. No, my job is never going to be done. However, things have to be approached in different ways per age groups, I guess is the best way to say. So all right. So going on, well, first and foremost, when I did search it on Google, teen suicide, there is a suicide and crisis um, help line, lifeline. It's 988. Very easy to remember 988. Um, If anyone needs to reach out, it is available 24 hours. Highly recommend if there is no one for you to talk to. Thankfully, hopefully, I do feel that my son can come to me. There are other people that my son can go to. There are people that his friends can go to. I am one of those people that his friends know that not all every single one of his friends but his close friends they know that they can come to me um i hope they know that they can come to me i don't judge i will definitely help them i will end up telling their parents so sorry kids i will end up having that conversation with your parents however my door is always open my phone is always on so you know i'm sure I have 95% of you on Instagram or Snapchat. 
you know, whatever it may be. But so the facts of this, um, there, and I'm just, I'm going to read this verbatim. <clears throat> there are approximately a hundred thousand teens ages 15 to 19 year old years old, um, suicide deaths over the 40 year period between 1975 and 2015 was, is the most recent year covered by the study. So <clears throat> there has been an increase with the lower ages because technically a teen they are considering in this between the ages of 15 and 19. However, teens, I mean, they are starting, kids are starting puberty at like age 10. And then they are experiencing a lot more things in life at like 10, 11, 12. So I'd say like once they hit middle school, um, this one here, this, that I'm going to about to read, like it gives me shivers. <laughs> Told you this is going to be a hard one. <laughs> um, because I have a, <clears throat> sorry, because I have a boy. So it is more common for boys to take their lives over girls. I mean, and I know personally, <clears throat> if you do know me, like know me, have seen me, you you probably have seen the semicolon on my wrist. And I got that actually for a fundraiser, for a suicide prevention fundraiser. However, there have been many times where I did want to end my life with the struggles that I've gone through, not just in my teen years. <clears throat> My 20s, my 20s, I vaguely remember. <laughs> I drank a lot in my 20s. Um, and then, hard to say, but then in my 30s, when all of this shit started happening and my world started coming, like crashing down on me with my son um, trying to be taken away from me multiple times for stupid ass reasons I mean it really puts a toll on you because for me myself I have this baby he is my world I literally like I remember the day I found out I was pregnant I had my last cigarette was done that was October 2nd of 2009 I took a pregnancy test there was a plus or no, I'm sorry. It was a digital. It said pregnant, took another one, pregnant, cried, smoked a cigarette, done. Stopped or stopped partying, stopped drinking, all of that because the next phase of my life was being a mom. Okay. Have to take care of this little bean inside my, my belly. And then when he came out, then of course him. 
And multiple times, I want to say that a good portion of my 30s I spent in family court for, again, stupid reasons. Because somebody couldn't communicate. And I'm sorry. (laughs) I think it was episode one where I said my story is going to come out eventually or in bits and pieces. But there we are. Um, Co-parenting is hard. That's going to be a whole nother episode. Co-parenting is especially hard with someone who won't listen, won't communicate. It's their way or their way. Um, They won't compromise. So, yeah. Um, So the struggles and everything that I have been through mentally in these 12, almost 13 years of being a mom, it's been rough. And now... Because I suffer from mental health issues. Yes, I do. Which I'm sure that's going to be held against me at some point. Because everything always is. Now, I have to teach my son how to manage stress. How to manage the pressures. How to approach the pressures. Um, fix things if things can be fixed, um, handle, he's having a problem with one of his teachers now where he literally broke down in the car yesterday. Like it's, it's hard. It's hard to see your child, like so upset and being upset over a teacher or, you know, what the scenario is, is is apparently they're doing this project and this teacher keeps on singling out Tyler. Like he, he's always saying like, mom, she, she's got it out for me. I don't, I never, I never did anything. I don't know what I did, but she's got it out for me. I'm doing the same exact thing that the other kids are doing, but she's telling me I'm doing it wrong. That's you're, freaking messing with the kid's head for God's sake. So, and he broke down because he's like, she gave us this project and this week, and it's due the day they come back from vacation. We're not here. So most of these kids have two weeks to do this project. We're not here. Tyler literally is going to have four days to do this project. And he is totally stressing out about it. And I told him, we got this. The last project, he got 50% because apparently he wasn't creative enough, which I don't know how he wasn't creative enough, but whatever. So I told him, we got this. We can do this. I mean, literally, he doesn't even have four days to do it because he barely even started it. We're going to have Friday when he comes home from school at four o'clock until Saturday, probably Saturday morning, probably just Friday night. 
we're literally going to have like hours to do this thing and blow it out of the ballpark because <clears throat> that's what I want to do. I want to prove this teacher wrong. I want to blow this shit out of the, the ballpark so she can be like, oh, wow, he really did a good job. So going back, <clears throat> sorry, I kind of straight away. So going back, the struggles, they have so many struggles. These kids are only in seventh grade. Like Tyler's in seventh grade. His friends are in seventh grade. Yes, he has some older friends, younger friends, blah, blah, blah. But the friends that I know, the friends that I have seen grown since kindergarten, friends that I've known since they were like five, they're, t I don't want to say they're taking on because they don't have a choice. They're experiencing so many pressures right now. And it's such a crucial, crucial time for them. And then you throw in, well, it's different from us because all of us parents who are probably in their like late 30s, 40s, you know, roughly around there, we didn't have social media like these kids do. We weren't addicted to cell phones like these kids are. The most, it was what? Our Nintendo or our our PlayStation, original PlayStation, and we were playing Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, I need to try to get as many rings as possible. That was our stresses. Now, these kids have to worry about their image, <clears throat> which, yes, okay, back then we had to worry about, like, what we, not, we didn't have to, but I know I did, how we dress, what we wore, how we presented ourselves, everything like that. Because in school, obviously you're going to have the rich kids. And I was not a rich kid. I was like middle. However, I didn't really care about fashion or anything like that. Like I wore clothes, but I wasn't like my sister who needed like Jordache jeans and like Benetton and all of that shit. I really didn't care. My stress, and I remember this like it was yesterday. Again, if you know me, and if you knew me back then, I have very, very curly hair, like kinky curly hair. If you know me in my grown-up years, probably since like age 20, 21, you probably have never seen my hair curly. You've seen it stick straight because I learned how to do it. But in my elementary school, middle school, high school, I, my hair was curly. Middle school, I had no freaking clue how to do my hair. So it was like frizzy. And I remember, and also I was one of the heavier girls. So I remember <clears throat> this boy, it was, I was in sixth grade and to get to the cafeteria, the way that the, the middle school was, there's like a first floor and a second floor and the cafeteria was like in the middle. So it was like from the first floor, you walk up like a bunch of steps, you're in the cafeteria. And then the second floor from the cafeteria, there's like a bunch of other steps or whatever. So anyway, I was walking up from the first floor, I was walking up the steps and it was in the morning. I think I had gotten to school a little earlier or something or other like that. And I was going to hang out in the cafeteria before school started. And I remember this boy 
and he was a cute boy. He went to the other elementary school. So in our district, we have two elementary schools, one middle school, one high school. And these are the exact same schools that Tyler has gone in. He actually went to both elementary schools. He did kindergarten and first in the one and did second through five in the other. And now they all meet together, back together in middle school. So anyway, this boy went to the other elementary school. He didn't know who I was or anything like that. So, um... And I remember walking up and he walked, he was walking down the stairs and he was like, oh, hey, Kim. He's like, did you stick your finger in a light socket this morning? I look at him and I'm like, what are you talking about? And he's like, your hair is ridiculous. (sighs) Thanks. Well, not already self-conscious about my body because my best friend at the time was literally like 75 pounds soaking wet with double D's in sixth grade. Um, but yep, there I was. I was like, um, okay, let's add this on to my poor outlook on my image too. Anyway, but these children now, they have now social media. You have to post so much. Your snap number needs to be so high or else you're not cool. Like what the fuck is that? It's just, and it's so negative. Social media is so negative. Even as an adult, I'm reading through some of those things and it just gives me so much anxiety where I'm like, shut the fuck up. Like these aliens, we apparently have like eight alien viewings last week or whatever. Like, fine. Okay, fine. I think it's funny. But these kids, it's school, social life, sports if they play it, art if they are creators, um, friends, social media, uh, girls, boys, I think you're cute, let's date. Then four days later, she don't like me anymore, she likes someone else. Like, And I get it. I get it. I had my first boyfriend when I was in eighth grade. I like loved him to pieces. But I mean, I I understand your hormones are like freaking on overdrive. But it's a crucial time for them. And I guess like all the time on social media, people are crying for help. Reach out to them. And actually, I'm not good with that. I do see it and I don't reach out and I should and I will. However, I've also myself have posted shit on social media and nobody has reached out. Now, Since doing my podcast, people have reached out and I thank you. People have come forth saying, I had so many struggles with addiction. I had no one to talk to. I couldn't talk to my family. The peer pressures of the person that I loved caused me to do X, Y, Z, drinking drugs, 
whatever. These phones are an addiction. The social media is an addiction for our children. It's tearing them apart. Absolutely tearing them apart. So us as parents, we need to kind of do something about this because, again, thankfully, the posts that were posted that were found last night was just a cry for help. And, again, it was brought to my attention and then I brought it to the attention to the people who needed to know. And, I I mean, I've been talking to them this morning and they're like, thank you, thank you, thank you, you know, and whatever. Had that not been brought to my attention, I think eventually these people would have seen changes, seen um, the struggles. I'm sure they see the struggles now, but or like prior to yesterday, but I'm sure time would have passed longer where they couldn't put a good foundation ahead of the full-blown demon, if that makes any sense. So right now, this person who is struggling, who is very close to my heart, he's one of our own. He only had a glimmer of the demon. It's a glimmer. So now we can come together be like, fuck you, demon. Nope. You're not coming here. And put the puzzle pieces together in a positive way and put a foundation together on how to tackle everything. 